0: Hi hey legends, welcome back to Hellmove Hotline, I'm your host Rodney Stewart and Friday night, as promised, maybe a little bit later than normal, um, I intend to throw these up at around about 9pm GMT, so uh, if you're interested in the show, that's when it'll be available. Um, <laughs> maybe biting off more than I can chew here but from next week on we're gonna be going three days a week Off the show so if you're interested in the Buffyverse verse we'll be doing we'll be continuing the Buffy reviews on Monday nights and we've got to the point now where the, the Angel spin off show uh started off so we're gonna be doing that on a Wednesday night and then we'll be continuing with the the movie horror movies and that on a Friday night. So uh we're getting into ...Halloween 2 in this episode from 1981. And, uh... Yes, I don't recall this movie at all. And, uh... Unlike the first one... ...the biggest gripe I would have had with the first one... ...was for a slasher movie. There was a severe lack of actual... Uh, ...murders going on in the movie. And, uh... ...this movie makes up for it... And spades, has to be said. Um... Essentially, this movie picks up right after where the first movie finished off. Uh, Michael Myers has been shot by Dr. Loomis and, uh, yes, has uh, survived and escaped. Now, listen to that there. I don't know if the the microphone picked that up, but there's a head case. And one of those cars just drove past the house. that has one of these bored out exhaust pipes on it. And it's making that much noise that it should really be going about 120 miles an hour, but it's going about 45. So, uh, it is what it is. That's Northern Ireland at its finest. Uh, Right, back to the movie. So this one here, as I say, uh, Michael Myers has survived the gunshots from Dr. Loomis at the end of the first film. And literally... Picks up exactly where the movie left off, the first one And he's escaped He's on the, not so much the run He's just, he's not going to run anywhere He's got his own agenda And all he wants to do is get hold of Laurie once more in this movie And, yeah, for some weird reason She's the last person that anybody expects him to be going after in this movie Whereas Loomis should have been on the ball from... The word go, but, you know, as far as storytelling goes, you know, that'll be, that'll wrap things up far too quick. So she's taken away in an ambulance to the local hospital to uh, get her wounds tended to. And uh, Dr. Loomis starts on a search again along with the sheriff. Um, where are we? Um Yeah. Michael Myers uh, is going through the town and he steals a kitchen knife from an elderly couple and uh, kills a young girl next door. And uh, yes, as I say, Loomis, he's on the prowl again with the sheriff and he mistakes this kid that... Turns out to be a, a guy called Ben Tramer, but he's wearing a similar sort of getup to Michael Myers. Of course, Michael got the the mask and everything from a local shop, so you know it's not out of the realm of possibility that someone else will be wearing the exact same mask and a similar sort of setup. So they're trying to chase this kid down, and he actually it's. Killed by a police car on the street And he's wedged between it and like a van And there's an explosion And he burns to death Now fairly Graphically too I have to say It was very well done And uh, yes as I say The the kill count is up In this movie in a major way So uh, The sheriff Learns that the girl that was killed One of the girls that was killed was Annie uh, His daughter And he blames Loomis for letting Michael out. But Loomis is like, I didn't want to let him out. You know, over my head, blah, blah, blah. So the sheriff leaves to go and comfort his wife. Pass the news on for somebody else does. Or she finds out about it in the news. And he leaves Deputy Deputy Hunt to take his place. Back at the hospital, there's a paramedic, Jimmy. He has an attraction to Laurie. And he's constantly in and out of her room, checking her out, chatting and getting on. Uh, But the head nurse, uh, Virginia, limits the time he spends with her. And after hearing a news flash revealing Laurie's location, Michael makes his way to the hospital where he cuts the phone lines, slashes the car tyres so no one can escape, and starts wandering the halls in search of Laurie and he's... Just anybody that comes across this path in this movie it's taken out in short form. Uh first been a security yard, was killed uh the doctor, several nurses to say the very least, throughout the night. Uh in Laurie's hospital room, she dreams about the time she learned she was adopted and I remember she once visited a young Michael in a sanitarium. Uh Jimmy and Nurse Franco search the hospital for Laurie who's trying to evade Michael. She gets out of the room and she tries to run for it again. Now, I do have to say in the sequel I was kinda hoping for a lot more out of Laurie, Jimmy Lee Curtis's character. But we pretty much get essentially the entire film and her perspective is scared and running just the, the closing moments of the last movie that just continues on for her character in this movie so i think for me that was probably the biggest letdown of this film and if i would have thought you would have pushed her character a little bit further in this one but it is what it is and at right now i'm at a loss i can't recall this movie at all and like i just have flashes of some of the later movies but i'm just going to be very interested to find out as we go ahead um back in the hospital jimmy he finds the the, bo- the body of uh the head nurse and she pretty much just got her blood drained by michael he bought a uh i was going to say an rv but would that even be the name for it you know it's just thinking like, you, know, you open up a vein to get take blood samples and they just Opens up her vein and just lets her bleed out, essentially. And he slips and falls, knocking himself unconscious in her blood. And gives himself a concussion. A My notes just went blank on me. Meanwhile, police are informed that Michael broke into a local elementary school earlier that night. Loomis, he goes off to check out what's going on. Uh, his colleague, Marion Chambers... ...arrives to escort him back to Smith's Grove at the, on the Governor's orders... And ...under the enforcement of a U.S. Marshal... ...but on the way, she lets him know that Laurie is indeed Michael's younger sister... ...this is news to him, he didn't know us. there were sealed files to protect the family... ...and uh, that's when he'd been released now... ...so she passes this news on to him, he's in the back of a police car... There's a U.S. Marshal there Taking him out of the town Heading back To where he came from And uh, yes They When Laurie's parents were When they died She was adopted And You know To protect her And the family These Files were Kept private But This is something that uh, Dr. Loomis Said Like you know It's Throughout the whole time he was the doctor over Michael Myers. He just, uh, he says in some ways he was like the model patient. You know, he just, he sat there, he didn't cause any trouble, he didn't even move, speak, you name it. He just was there waiting. And when he did make his escape attempt, nobody was expecting it. And just how he did it because it's just something they weren't expecting to happen. So he has been this entire time after killing the one sister, as we've seen at the beginning of the first film, whenever he was a child, he's been waiting all these years to take out the second sister. So realizing that and been told she was brought to Hattonsfield Memorial Hospital, Loomis forces the marshal at gunpoint. To drive back to Haddonfield. Jill, the nurse, finally finds Laurie. Only to be killed by Michael, who then pursues Laurie through the hospital. She manages to escape into the parking lot and hides in a car. And Jimmy, the guy who had the crush on her, he arrives shortly thereafter, gets into the car. And tries to drive to safety, but passes out again. and Passes out head and the steering wheel, the horn goes off, so she's freaking out that Michael might have heard this. Um, the stalking that Michael does on Laurie in this movie is, uh, it is tense, it's well directed, it's well shot, and paced nicely. Um, yeah, so she just got out by the skin of her teeth, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, where are we at right now? I have lost my place in my notes. As per usual, this is going to be an ongoing thing, guys. So please get used to it. If you're here for a professional podcast, you're not going to get it just now. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I may get good enough, but right now, I'm not good enough. Um, yeah. So, Laurie, worrying this. The sound of this horns going to attract Michael's attention. tries to get out of the car to see, only to see Loomis and his colleague Marion and the marshal reach the hospital just in time to see of Laurie. Um, she's trying to catch up to him and Michael uh, pops up in the car park, and they let her into the hospital and try and close the doors and keep him out, and he just walks right through the glass, smash, under the hospital. So again we're at the face off between Loomis and Michael Myers at the end of this film again. Coming up close to the end of the film. And he empties his gun onto him again. And Michael goes down and the the US Marshal deputy. He goes to check the body but Loomis is screaming at him like, don't go near him. He's not dead Um, Loomis is really painting him up To be some sort of supernatural figure In this movie Um, Rightly so uh, At this point in the movie He has shot Michael probably Twelve times at this stage And he's still going And he wasn't wrong Loomis wasn't wrong When the the marshal leans over the body Michael pops up uh, with a scalpel in his hand And uh, slits the guy's throat So uh, At this point the the Colleague of Loomis Has been sent out to the police car To call for help And we get a final chase In the hospital And They get hunted down Fairly quickly by Michael In this uh, Operating theatre sort of set up area whatever you want to call it and there's there's all these oxygen tanks around the room and um, they fight for a bit uh, Dr Loomis gets stabbed in the stomach by the, the scalpel um, he slipped a gun to Laurie just prior to this fight and she's Karen on the corner And as Michael Myers goes to go for her, she calls him name, and he stops dead for a second. He sort of tilts the head. It's like, you know, I want to kill this girl, but she kind of knows me. It's hard to know what's going through his mind at this point. But that's only a fleeting thing because he straightens back up again. He's going to continue his attack. And she pulls a gun on him, shoots him twice in the head and takes out his eyes, essentially. So at this point he's still not down he's been shot what probably 12 times in the body and now he's been shot twice in the head uh he can't see but he's slashing for all he's worth to try and get someone so while he's doing that Loomis he starts to open up the the oxygen tanks and sp- you know spray out the oxygen under there laurie realizes what's going on here so she does the same on the other side of the room so they're All these oxygen tanks is blasting out. Michael's in the center of the room, slashing and getting on. And yeah, Loomis tells Laurie to get out, and she runs. And Loomis looks at Michael and he says, "You okay, Michael? It's time." And he takes a lighter out of his pocket and ignites it, and the the whole room explodes uh Laurie gets out in the hallway, gets knocked down and you see this doorway with nothing but flames on there. It's just a fireball. And then of course and another like you know these movies are kinda of standard issue. You know, once you think the kill shot has came for the the villain it's probably not uh, They do it a second time In this film You'd be forgiven for thinking whatever Loomis fold him full of bullets At the doorway to the hospital That would have been the The forced comeback But they do it one last time In the film And he walks out of the room In fire And he does fall to the ground And seemingly dead So Basically at the end of this film Uh you know, it's, Laurie's carted off and another ambulance While the police are there cleaning up the the aftermath of all these murders So, yeah, that's where it just kind of closes off You see a shot of her in the back of the ambulance And then we cut back to a shot of Michael on the floor And fire with the, the mask burning up So, yeah, for me, I enjoyed this film quite a bit as I say, there's only a few little nitpicking things I have against it. that would be uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis's character. I think could have had, or should have had, a heck of a lot more to do in this movie instead of just an extended scare fest of what the first film was. And uh, yes, this was directed by Jim Rosenthal. If I'm saying that name properly, uh, as direct. Directorial debut And it was written and produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hull And of course Jimmy D Curtis and Donald Pleasant star But uh, Yeah um, What have we got As far as uh, Money And that goes um, uh, Let me see now It uh, had a budget of 2.5 million dollars And at the box office it brought back 25.5 million. And that's just... That's North America alone. So worldwide. Goodness knows. So I just... You know... When these movies were coming out... They were... You know, everybody was into them. Everybody likes a scare. And uh, yes... uh, You know, you could be guaranteed... uh, A slasher movie uh, back then was uh, definitely a big big draw at the cinemas Um, what else we got here though Carpenter directed a good proportion a good portion of the film and wrote the screenplay for the sequel Carpenter realistically could not direct the entire film in time due to directing uh, his other film in that time frame uh, appointed the direction of Rosenthal uh, filming took place Spring of 1981 uh, Primarily at Morningside Hospital In Los Angeles, California Again on a budget of 2.5 million Halloween 2 Reproduces certain key elements That made the original Halloween a success Such as the first person Camera perspectives And was intended At the time to finish the story of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode It also introduced the plot twist of Laurie being the sister of Michael Myers an element that would form the narrative arc of the series and subsequent movies after Halloween 2 including Rob Zombie's remake and that one's sequel Uh, but it was dropped from the series canon from the 2018 film onwards Uh, Halloween 2 distributed by Universal Pictures premiered in North in the United States, October thirtieth, nineteen eighty one. The film was a huge box office success, grossing over twenty five million domestically alone, and received mixed reviews from critics, with praise directed towards its performances and atmosphere. I agree with that one hundred percent. That's a great, like just the way that this movie is shot. it's beautiful, the way it's directed and acted. Everybody involved. Did a fantastic job on it. But, um, I don't know what the critics had to say as a negative towards the movie. But I'm pretty sure it's probably the Laurie character. Um, yeah. I think it was a wasted opportunity to just have her play the same thing over and over again. But, uh, it is what it is. It's, uh... Halloween cheesy goodness from the 80s, and you know, tough to beat, so that's going to do it for this episode guys, I hope you enjoyed it, and please come back, check out the show, um, hopefully you can keep this regular upload schedule going over the next few weeks, to say the least, uh, it's crazy times at the moment, um, but trying my hardest to find the time to get it done but again it is what it is guys whatever you're doing i hope you're doing it safe and until the next episode stay safe and i will talk to you all then this has been a production of coins age media thank you so much for listening